Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Never Too Late to Fly podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline. And I'm Kevin. Together, we're going to dive into different topics around weight loss, body image, relationships with food, and how to overcome life's everyday struggles and challenges so we can all live our best lives possible. Remember, it's It's never never too late late to fly. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. This is episode 63. And this episode is going to be building on our previous episode. And it's going to be the top three things that we recommend to everyone starting an exercise or fitness journey. Right. And so we kind of wanted to build on last week's episode as well with starting a weight loss journey and the things we recommend to everyone who might be starting that weight loss journey and have this one be what kind of goes along with it, where a lot of the times when we do begin a weight loss journey, we're also trying to start an exercise or a fitness journey as well. And I think it was important to kind of share my tips because a lot of it, I didn't know anything about fitness or exercise when I started my journey, had no clue where to begin. But then also I kind of went very extreme to trying to kill myself in the gym as well, thinking that's what I had to do to lose weight. And so these, again, like last week, are going to be three tips or suggestions that I wish I had when I started my whole fitness journey and kind of three things that I'm really focusing on myself right now as well. So the first tip that we recommend for starting a fitness or exercise program is to find something that you enjoy. And we want to make sure that we're not forcing ourselves to work out. We're not forcing fitness and it's not doing it because you feel like you need to, or you have to, or it's a requirement. Finding something that truly brings you joy in what you're doing. Right. And I think this is really important because when we are starting a fitness journey, it could be we have no clue what we find joy in. Or we could be thinking of this as, well, there's no way I like exercise. I'm just doing it because I have to lose weight. And I think if you go into it with that mindset, it could be a very dangerous place to be because then you're doing it to punish your body. And then it's really a struggle to actually get that workout in because you really don't want to do it. And then it could be easy to lack that motivation and not want to go to the gym or not get your workout done if you're not enjoying it. And so I'm a firm believer in trying things out. And if you really don't know where to start, it's just for me, it's just start walking, start moving your body and along the way, figure out, okay, what do I find joy? What do maybe I want to do? Is it yoga? Is it stretching? Is it ballet? Is it a gym? Is it at-home workouts? Whatever it might be with like your comfort level at where you are, but also what's going to kind of bring you a little bit of that joy and make movement kind of fun so it doesn't feel like something that you have to do. And I know it's crazy to think, oh, I, how do I enjoy fitness? Because a lot of the times we put and society puts exercise or fitness into this box of what you have to do if you want to lose weight. And I think that's where it goes back to that mindset. And we talked about this in the last episode, but it's throwing out this notion of I have to work out or I have to work out to lose weight and really focusing on I'm working out because I have the ability to move my body because I'm lucky enough to be able to move my body. And really finding something that you can kind of enjoy along the way, whether, like I said, dancing, anything like that, 
but it's having to put yourself outside of that comfort zone and realizing, you know what, I might not fully enjoy this because it's hard and I'm sweating and it's scary and it's something new to me. But to refocus it on not I have to do this, but I get to do this and reminding yourself it's not a punishment, but it's a celebration of what your body can do and taking that time for you to set aside for you instead of kind of maybe having it be something that's forced, but it's you time that you can actually set aside for you. Right. And I think you kind of touched on a very key, important point there is in the beginning, it might be overwhelming, scary, and I might not like it. But that doesn't mean that you just totally give up and don't do it. Right. And I think, too, the other thing with that is, okay, whatever it is, whether that's a workout class, whether that's cycling, whether that's boxing, whether that's ballet, whether whatever that may be, try something different. Mm-hmm. Maybe that group of people or that class or that whatever wasn't quite right for you. Right. Maybe it, it, if you try it in a different setting, maybe it works or it fits better. Right. And it always goes back to listening to your body. And for me, an example is when we started a group fitness you know, class, I hated running. Running is something I do not have a passion for. I do not like it. It does not bring me joy. It is not something that I like. So before every class started, everyone went and ran around the track before class. And I was like, I'm not doing it. So I stayed in. I stretched. I walked in place. I did some marching to kind of get myself warmed up, but I didn't have to go do what everyone else was doing to get my body warmed up if it's not what I liked. So if you don't like running, don't get on a treadmill and run just because everyone else is doing it. If you don't like lifting weights, don't lift weights. If you like dance and ballet, go try that. Go try yoga. There's not one right way to work out or move your body. And it's also realizing this might be uncomfortable at first, but the more I can practice and do it and pull myself out of that comfort zone, I might actually end up enjoying it. It might be hard, but then afterwards, I think that's what I focus on is how do I feel after? And usually it's, I feel proud of myself. I love it because I feel myself getting stronger because now I could dance longer than I was dancing before. All of those things are reasons and ways to help us keep going and to find that joy in exercise. Right. And that running example that you shared with not doing what everyone else is doing brings us right into point number two. It's focus on yourself and not worry about what everyone else is doing. Absolutely. I think this is a hard one and a reason why a lot of times for me included, I didn't want to join a gym or I didn't want to take a group class because I felt like everyone's going to be looking at me. Everyone's going to be judging me. Everyone's going to be wondering why I can't do something. And then I might push myself a little too far to try to keep up or do what everyone else is doing and end up hurting myself. And so I think what's really important to remember is it doesn't matter what everyone else is doing. It doesn't matter if everyone else is doing the same thing and you can't do it. It's really focusing on what you can do and building up that strength to maybe one day be able to do what they're doing. Right. And I think the other thing to keep in mind, especially when you're a beginner or new to an activity, is comparing yourself to someone who's been doing it for months, if not years, to to say, okay, I want to do what they're doing. You don't know what they've gone through to get to the level that they're at currently. Right. So you walk in blind and see what they're doing now. Well, I want to do that. Who knows how long they've been practicing, how much work they've put in, how much time they've spent. 
working on their form and technique to be able to do what they're doing, no matter what form of exercise that is. I mean, that literally you walking in on day one is not walking into the same level that somebody else who's been doing it for five years. Right. And I think it's important to also remember is our bodies are not the same as everyone else. So even I completely agree with what Kevin was saying, but even let's just say you join a gym on the same day, someone else joins a gym for the first time and you think, okay, we'll both be newbies and, you know, we'll be trying to get the hang of it and say they just jump right in and you can't. It doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. It just means you're not quite there yet. And again, you don't know that other person's story or what they've been through or what else they're going through, even if they're on day one as well. Even if you both have the same amount of weight you want to lose, no matter what it is, everyone's body's different and everyone's progress and progression is going to be different as well. So just because someone's doing something that you might not be able to do doesn't mean that it's wrong or it's bad or that there's something wrong with you. And it's not trying to keep up, but making your workouts work for you. Not trying to do what everyone else is doing, but make it work for you. And another example is I struggle with jumping a lot. I never jump. And then with all of the loose skin on my body, it really hurts. And it just is not something that works well for me. And so instead of telling myself I can't jump, It's going up to the trainer, looking up moves on YouTube and figuring out what are kind of the ways that I can build the strength to maybe be able to move my body a little bit to be able to jump. And I know for a long time it was stepping up and down the stairs just to get kind of that movement of of, up and down. It was jumping on something flat on the floor, like literally a piece of paper on the floor, trying to jump onto just that. And so it doesn't matter if everyone else is jumping on a whatever level box they're at, as long as you're trying and doing your best. And even if you're trying to work on the same movements as everyone else, strengthening your legs, your momentum, getting that confidence in yourself, that's amazing progress for you. And that's what I think is important to remember is it doesn't matter if you can't do it at that moment. It doesn't mean you're never going to get there. And for me, I never can really jump even after all these years. And that's okay. That's part of my body and my journey and what I'm going through. But there's like that fine line of making sure you're trying and giving it your all and not just saying, oh, I can't do it. And then giving up before you even try. Right. I think that's a super key point right there that you just said. It's making sure that you're pushing yourself against yourself not pushing yourself against somebody else's where they are. And I think when you can literally with, when it comes to exercise, try and better yourself each and every day, I think that's where you're again, going to make huge progress. And it's one of those things where it's like a little bit for me, when I first joined a gym, it was being so concerned with what everyone else is doing and feeling like a failure in a way because I couldn't do it. But the more I just said, you know what, I'm here for me. I'm focusing on me to get myself stronger, to build my endurance, to be healthier, to live a healthier lifestyle. I need to focus on what I can do. And the more I worry about everyone else, it's taking away time that I can actually be focusing on myself and doing what I came here to do. And that I think is that mindset for me that now I feel like I can go into any gym or fitness class and really focus on myself because that's what I'm there for is myself. Right. And I think I, I, would take this a step further. And I'm not going to say that everybody, this is the case, 
But I would say more times than not, people in the gym are there working on themselves. They're not there worrying about what anybody else is doing. Right. And I think that's especially true for someone who's new and going into a gym and just starting out that it is super uncomfortable. It is super awkward. But again, I challenge you to go in there and do your personal best and compete with yourself as opposed to worrying about what other people might be doing or thinking. And sure, there are going to be those rotten apples in every bunch that are going to make comments and all of that. But I think as a majority of the people who are in there are willing to help you grow and bring you along as opposed to hold you down. Right. And I think another key thing to remind yourself is you have every right to be in that gym as anyone else, as someone who's been there for 10 years, five years, who's fit, who's lifting 50 pounds, you, whatever you weigh, whatever you're lifting, whatever you're doing, you deserve to be there just as much as anyone else. And I think that is what I tell myself when, because unfortunately I have gotten looks and comments, but it's like, I have to constantly keep telling myself I'm here for me and I deserve to be here just as much as them. And as hard as it is and as much as it can hurt your feelings, I let myself cry. I let myself be angry if I'm upset. I'm not the type who, unfortunately, would say anything to someone. But I think it's just reminding yourself again of those things that are within you and focusing on you. And a lot of the times if someone was making comments about me, I just stood there and I waved at them. And they got super uncomfortable and they're like, well, why is she waving? We're just making fun of her. And then I moved on, whether it killed me inside and I was holding my breath, trying to not let the tears come rolling down to kind of calm myself down. It was one of those things where it's like, you know what, I'm here and you're not going to intimidate me or make me feel like I don't deserve to be here just because I might be overweight or not be lifting as much as you. Because as long as you're doing your best, that's what matters. And it's easier said than done, but you kind of have to ignore those rotten apples and those negative people and continue to focus on yourself and not let them bring you down or stop you from doing what you feel is best for you. Right. And that brings us right into point number three, and that is try your best, do your best and start where you are. And again, we kind of touched on this throughout, but I think it's such a key thing is that when, especially when it comes to exercise, it's not comparing yourself to anyone else. It's doing what I'm doing against myself. Right. And I think this one is hard when we do want to say, oh, look how fit she is. Look how high she could jump. Look how much that they could lift. It could be easy to fall into that comparison game of, oh, they're so much better than me. Why can't I be as good as them? But it's really important to remember is that your best is always good enough. As long as you're trying and giving it your all and there for you, that is enough. Because for me, the biggest step for me, and I know my trainer had said this to me before, is you took that step into the gym. You took that step in your living room to actually put your workout shoes on to get your workout done. That's the hard part. That's the part where that's that starting or walking in the door. That's the hardest part of it. So you've already won half the battle if you're at the gym or have your workout shoes on ready to do a workout at your house, whatever it's going to be. That should be so empowering to you. That should make you feel so proud of yourself. And so keep that momentum and keep telling yourself, as long as I do my best, my best is enough because I'm here for me to focus on me and to take care of myself. And a lot of the times for me, the gym or working out at home is my me time, is that time where I can 
blast music, put my headphones on, get out of my head, not worry about anything else going on in my life, and really dedicate that time for myself. And so I think if you can really remind yourself, just do your best, that's going to help you get so much farther during your workouts or during those moments you don't feel like doing it is just go and give it your best. And I think sometimes day to day, our best may be different. But what I tell myself when I'm kind of struggling or I'm feeling like I don't want to do it, it's give yourself five minutes, go into that gym, go to your workout class, put that video on, and you just have to do five minutes, give your all for those five minutes. And if you can't do it anymore, you don't want to do it anymore, then stop. And that's enough for that day. At least you did your best and you put your best foot forward in those five minutes. And a lot of the times you will find that you will find that strength within to be able to continue and to go longer than those five minutes. So it's kind of sometimes believing in yourself and telling yourself, just give it your all for this little bit of time because you are strong enough. You are capable enough. You are able to do it. No matter what anyone else says is doing what they think Just give it your all for five minutes and see where it goes from there. Right. And so I think with that, I think we, just like in this last episode or previous episode, that uh, three points there really tied together. I think that's the same thing with here. When you can focus on yourself and do it for you, when you can not compare yourself with others and do what you need to do that's best for you and you give it your all, you absolutely can be successful when it comes to starting a fitness or an exercise routine. And with that, I think we'd like to thank each and every one of you who's taken the time to listen to our conversation today. If you could help us out by recommending our podcast to a friend or family member who might also find value from our conversation, that would be amazing. One other way you can help us out is taking the time to rate, review, and subscribe wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. And there's one last thing to remember. It's it's never never too late late to fly. fly.